Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pursuing Excellence Podcast. I'm your host, Jane Gay, and today on the podcast, I have Chip Sigmund of Sigmund Sports Performance. Thank you for joining us today, Mr. Sigmund. It's a pleasure. Uh, Jane, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, Mr. Sigmund, so the audience can get to know you better and everything? Sure, sure. Um, um, and uh, I'm from Kannapolis, North Carolina. I've been in strength conditioning uh, profession for over 40 years. Wow. 40. Um, uh, but um, after high school uh, at uh, at A.O. Brown High School in Kannapolis, I uh, went to um, I played football two years at a junior college, uh, McRae Junior College, Banner Elk, North Carolina. Uh, two years there, I had a chance to play more college ball, but I got into to uh, weight training and the bodybuilding, and uh, I went to Appalachian State. Uh, instead, and um, and went to school there, and um, competed in uh, bodybuilding. Just started there. Okay. Uh, Seventy six. Uh, from there, uh, Appalachian State. I graduated and uh, came back to Kannapolis to to uh, coach and teach in the Kannapolis City System Elementary School. But I ended up coach high school football uh, in track, um, taught middle school with the next year, then uh, high school, uh, and it's all in the Canapolis school system. And then uh, 1982, that was 78 to 82, 82, uh, got the um, assistant strength coach job at the University of North Carolina under Mike Marks. Mike was, uh, came from Alabama, strength coach there, and right. uh, yeah. did me. And Jerry Paul Mary and two other guys, Jerry, the strength coach at New York Giants, still a good friend to this day. He's retired now. Um, from University of North Carolina, went to Appalachian State, got the, back to Appalachian State, where I went to college and became their very first uh, strength conditioning coach. Um, and, uh, and from 84 to 90, uh, became the very first strength coach for the Charlotte Hornets. Of the wow. NBA. Okay. And, uh, then, um, then the WNBA when they came along, and Charlotte Sting, and worked also because, of course, being at the train, same training facility, same owner, everything. Okay. Then uh, they uh, New Orleans from '90 to 2002. They went to New Orleans. Uh, the team moved. I didn't want to raise. I had two girls, and I didn't want to raise them in another city. Right. Um, from this area, and I said, "Can and so. Um, uh, I went to work for Ortho Carolina, where I would, uh, um, their sports performance, uh, worked there, speed ability. Also, uh, I, uh, in school, I, uh, assist with, uh, physical therapy because I've been doing this for so long and yeah. learned that makes you a better strength coach, uh, as far as, you know, being in physical therapy. Right. Um, so... At that then, um, when was it? Uh, in uh, 2011, um, I got the opportunity. Uh, two friends of mine owned uh, Europa Sports Products. Uh, they're the largest distributor of nutritional supplements in the world. Okay. And uh, they worked that time. COVID to kind of uh, turn that company a little different. Right, yeah. I've had a 3,000. Them and so they asked me to come along 
um, be their wellness coordinator and also run my private business because uh, I would do some personal training, strength conditioning, work with athletes on my own uh, in the on my off hours uh, before work and after work um, at the group. And they said, come on, ship and set up your own business here. Just take care of employees. I did. But then um, in, um, in around 2019, when COVID hit, yeah, um, and that turned that company, as I said, and uh, I set up my own business in my garage. And I have been wow. doing that for years since COVID. And uh, I really enjoy it. Um, uh, and um, uh, so... Uh, I do personal training. I work with uh, general public, plus all athletes. Uh, I may work with a golf room one hour, soccer player the next, uh, professional football player the next, collegiate football player, basketball, then back to a personal training. I mean, all sports, uh, all, uh, you know, uh, I have a wife that maybe wants to shed some pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, it, uh, it's a good situation. You got to, uh, you got to know what you're doing. I still have the passion for it. It's 65 years of age, uh, wow. but you, you got to, you know, I've had the. I'm not a personal trainer. I admit that. I, I'm just a uh, simple strength conditioning coach. But uh, knowledge uh, of these 40 years, 40 years, really, uh, really helps me. The experience and working with individuals. I still have the passion work with people and uh so it didn't mean to, i didn't mean to take up all of your time with my path oh no it's it's totally fine i mean that's yeah great that's 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 what it comes to so um that's my that's my from a to b right there okay so i so you say you uh you were at unc around 1983 to around 84 so you had the opportunity to uh, work with Michael Jordan. Yeah, a lot of great athletes there. Uh, we um, worked as our as our strength and conditioning staff. We all worked with all sports, and we would take t- turns. Let's say it was my turn to go uh, that day to fetch out the basketball team, uh, and then to take them down to uh, uh, from Carmichael after practice down to the old Woolen Gym that back then and. 284, the, the wet room was down in an old basement of Woolen Gym, that of you know, North Carolina, and work with the basketball team. Do that with all sports, wrestling, swimming, uh, track and field. Football had their own conflict, uh, but uh, uh, back then it was, you know, very, very small. Uh, we've come such a long way from in the 70s to, the, to uh, now. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. But we were we were, you know, in the uh, front line of the strength and conditioning at that time. We were learning. But, yeah, working with Michael, working with uh, uh, so many great athletes, um, uh, it just, you know, just really helped me. Um, uh, once again, the experience with those types of individuals. Right. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, the fact that you were uh, able to, you know, have that experience working with those athletes, you know, especially that during that time as well. Uh, just really interesting to me. And uh, cause I didn't even know that I had no idea. So that was um, very cool to yeah. find out. And, uh, uh, 
it's been a it's been a uh, it's been a journey uh uh invaluable um of the type of people that i've worked with and and it's been a uh it's been a real blessing oh yeah absolutely so um, i also see you know you did you have a book called the golden age of strength and conditioning so how did that come about and you know what was the drive behind making that book and everything yeah i appreciate that um yeah that was really uh really something that came about and i think uh, uh, god's hand was in it for sure um um like i said uh, been doing this profession a long long time and and get to know a lot of individuals along the way uh in my field both in collegiate high school and and, and professional sport um i uh it was, I, I say this very humbly, it was kind of my brainchild, but a lot of help. Um, and so I wrote the introduction to the book. So an introduction, The Golden Age of Strength Conditioning, you can get that Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble. Um, but uh, I, um, on a cold, I'll tell you what the introduction said. On a cold, uh, rainy November Monday morning, November 2017, I called up Mike Gentry, the Mike Gentry Hall of Fame strength coach, uh, Virginia Tech. He is retired. He wow. just took up with, uh, with Emory and Henry, I do believe, but uh, just uh, about maybe months ago. But anyway, on that morning, I just called to see how he was doing. He had just retired. And uh, yeah, we, talk, we talked about the old days. And he said, Chip, he said, uh, when you started Appalachian Study Strength Conditioning Coach, how much money did you make in 1984? I said, nothing, Mike. I went to work there for free. All it was was a booming board. Wow. Uh, it was an old, no lot of the field house, but it was an old room under the field house where the referees dressed uh, for football. And it was just a small hundred square feet if that much i don't think it was that much with a bed bunk bed uh a sink a mirror and a shower right and, um and a training table a place to eat mm -hmm. and a lot of times when i worked in the weight room long hours i walked up the training table with clothes i went to bed on many a night he said well you got me beat he started at east carolina in 82 he said, I only made, I can't, for some reason, I think it was around, it was around $12,000 that he made. Ooh. And well, Chip, you've got me, big in Carolina, I only made 12000 I said, uh, he, I said, yeah, I said, Mike, I said, that was the golden age of strength conditioning for sure. And he said, you know, Chip, he said, that sounds like a book. <laughs> well, I hung out some true story. I hung up the phone. I was driving to work, driving to Europa, my office, and I just had a brainstorm. I knew I would have to have some help. I had five, I had me and four other coaches, Jerry Paul Merritt, strength coach, New York Giants, retired, Bill Ferran, strength coach in Miami Heat, strength coach in University of Miami Hurricanes when Jimmy Johnson was there. Alan Johnson, strength coach at uh, West Virginia. He just retired. And um, I believe that, and Mike Gentry. Um, I, I, so it's Mike, 
Jerry, Bill, and Alan, us five. And what I wanted to do, I told them, I said, need some help. Let's get strength coaches. And they had to be in the 70s or the 80s. Okay. Earlier, they had to be a strength coach there or in collegiate and to, to tell their story. Well, we needed, we needed, uh, we, we thought about maybe 25 coaches, counting us five, to tell their story. Uh, we bumped it up to 32, and then two professors of exercise science, Dr. Michael Stone, Travis Triplett, both at Appalachian State. Travis is still at Appalachian State. Dr. Stone at East Tennessee State University. And, um, and we needed a publisher. Well, uh, it came about. And two years later, uh, of um, 2000, Mark, April 2019, uh, the book was born. Wow. And um, just a, a miracle how it came about. We almost didn't do it. The publisher backed out. I said, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we came up with three sponsors. I'll need this much money. We got three sponsors. I love the idea. It was uh, Muscle Milk. It was Woodway Treadmill. Oh, okay. Uh, William Strength, Total Strength and Speed. William Strength, Total Strength and Speed. And those three chipped in so much money apiece. And the book was born. And just a, just a miracle, uh, really is. And it just tells each story. Our publisher said that every, every the, the book has to have... Each, uh, each story has to have an impact. And uh, the stories are incredible. Uh, yeah. It just really is. Um, uh, how, uh, how coaches sacrificed back then. Back then, some worked for free like me. I didn't start drawing money until maybe two years later. Uh, guys making 12000 19000 But yet today, and we, we say in the book, hey, we're not, we think great. We just paved the way, and now, of course, you've got strength conditioning coaches six figures and up. Yeah, I think I, I left Appalachian State in uh, in nineteen ninety twenty seven thousand. I think the Appalachian State makes around one hundred fifty thousand. Wow! So that's how far it's come. But every profession has has uh, has come a long way. And, Strength conditioning, no, no exception. Uh, but I think it's important to always the history of the profession that you're in. Um, yeah, absolutely. And to, and to uh, it makes you appreciate what you have. Uh, and so we're we're something that we're very we're very very proud of. Uh, and um, uh, to have that have that book um, and uh, universities are using it that with the strength conditioning major using that as a textbook. Um, and we're, we're something we're very proud. I appreciate bringing that up. Oh yeah, no problem. Because, you know, when I found that, that you had a book, I'm like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, you work with, um, you know, working at UNC and then, you know, with all those great athletes and then, you know, fast forward, you just been around, you know, to all these different areas and you wrote a book, you know, also, I just thought that was really cool. And, um, you know, I don't think people understand, you know, like it's guys like you, Mr. Sigmund, that paved the way now, like you said, for, you know, 
the current age right now, you know, our strength and conditioning coaches and, you know, all around, I mean, you know, in that department, it's just, you know, it's you guys that, uh, you know, you didn't, like you say, you didn't make anything, you did it for free, but you, um, it's the sacrifices that you made and um, that made the way for uh, things that we have today. So I just want you to know that you are appreciated. You guys, like you, you're, you're appreciated very much. You're, you're wanting to go into, you're wanting to go into communication Yes. It's saying it's the same thing, you know, where you've got, uh, you know, look at the people that paved the way for what you're going to be doing. And so it's very, it's very, very uh, important to know the history of, uh, of what has been, what has taken place in your, in any profession. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I totally agree with you. It was very important to know your history because like, as you said, um, knowing how you're able to do the things that that you're able to do today, I just think it's crucial and important. Um, so, moving on, Mr. Sigmund, uh, what would you say is the difference between you know strength training and conditioning? You know, now as opposed to when you started out in your early days in that department. Yeah, well, I think it's very important. When I first started out, well, we just thought, well, you've just got to get you just got to get uh, athletes bigger and stronger. But now it's so important um, to make sure there's also a speed component. Yes. We thought, yes. We thought, well, if you if we'll get them bigger and uh, bigger and and you know your bench and their squat, but we know so much more exercise science. Exercise science has come such a long way. It has. Yeah, absolutely. The 70s and, and, uh, and, and to now. That is just, um, it's just amazing just how far it's come. And, and as I said, exercise science. We know now about a lot of universities have speed and agility, um, of just a speed and agility coach. I worked with all teams back then. Now there's a strength strength coach for every for every um, sport. Yeah, you yeah. know, from basketball, they have their own guy who who's in charge of basketball, and so that is that's critical. Um, for for track, they're assigned. Where when I went in, when I went in, uh, in an afternoon. Uh, or a morning, and then left at night, I'd worked with all teams. So now they're visualized, and it's so score-specific. Right, yeah. That, uh, that it's just, uh, it's just, that's how far it's come. in exercise science, now a staff, I, I worked with all, all sports. I didn't have a staff until I came along, um, uh, and two years later, or a year later, excuse me, I didn't have a strength conditioning staff. It was just me. Now, and then as I as I went along, as I went along, uh, a year or two later, I I got a, you know a, they let me have a, a even a paid staff at Appalachia State. Right. Of about three assistants. Okay. Now now uh, now you've got uh, the head coach, and then you've got a, a a football and his staff, and then you've got an Olympic. <laughs> yeah, uh, a strength coach that is in charge of the Olympic sports. So 
so that is that's that's critical as far as uh, as as far as uh, uh, the the staff and what they're doing. Oh yeah, uh, five. You've got maybe five uh, coaches who are are also in charge of the non revenue sports, and they just call it the Olympic sports. Right. Yeah. 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 And like you said, that's, it, that's yeah. how that's how far it's come, and uh, the the uh, the role that each coach has that to that specific sport. Yeah, and it's like you said earlier. You know, now it's more. It's not just. Uh, about just getting stronger, you know, and bigger. It's more now. It's with speed, and that's with every sport. You know, speed is critical, um, very it's, critical. It's, yeah, it's the specificity. The, excuse me, the specificity of each of each sport and what that what is required. You know, baseball is going to be a little a little different than track, of course, with your specific skills. Where a baseball player, like out here. I got I got finished with a baseball player at twelve thirty today. We concentrate on rotator cuff work, shoulder work, right. hip and glute work, and core work, so that the shoulder won't have to work as hard. Um, because the hips and the glutes are strong, and the core is strong. Uh, where a track athlete, you're talking about a whole different ball game. Yeah, so yeah. The specificity uh, back then in the seventies and eighties when I was coming along, well. We'll just do the squat, the bench, um, and the cleans, which are all important. But there's other implements of of strength conditioning that have to come into play. And it's just so – and that's where I have still have the passion. I'm a totally different strength coach having to keep up uh, what that I was in the 70s, 80s, and even the 90s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate you touching on that because I just wanted to get your – you know, your insight on how different it was um, then, you know, as opposed to now, as we, as you said, so many advancements have been made and, you know, um, the knowledge has, has grown of, as you said, you know, um, in a department of, you know, just of training, you know, strength and physical, um, you know, and, and the physical inquiries about these things. So it's just interesting to me, uh, very interesting to me, you know, as he said, being a football player myself, you know, in high school and uh, actually all the way up, you know, um, till high school, um, just finished, you know, graduated this year. But, you know, it's very, I found out, you know, very important that you just have to also, you know, you have to eat right, you know, those things. Um, sleep is important as well um, to your body because, you know, when you train, you know, you don't, and you're not, going off of enough sleep or, you know, you didn't eat that more and things like that can affect you overall. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Jaden. It's your coach guess. I believe your high school coach, right? Yes, yes, yes. I graduated from Eagles Lane Christian. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, you being under, uh, I'm also a certified strength, uh, sports, uh, nutrition coach, uh, certified in sports nutrition. And so I know how important that is. We've come so far in nutrition, too. Yes. That's incredible. And uh, for uh, how important protein is for muscle protein synthesis. Uh, don't want to get in, into that. but uh, And also for recovery, you're exactly right. Yes. And so uh, I know what kind of a program that Coach Guest runs. It's incredible, the weight rooms. Uh, at Appalachian State, we had a room that was probably about oh we were lucky to have 
probably right under 1500, something like that square feet. Now you've got university of Georgia just built a new weight room. It's 28,000. <laughs> yes. Crazy. Now <laughs> so it, that, that's how far it's come because they know the importance of it. Right. So, absolutely. Uh, all, all you, you look at, you look at any profession of uh, the technology and as far as, uh, uh, computers is concerned, communication, what you're going into. So it's, it's all, and it's, it's all a, uh, it develops, it's a process, uh, of, uh, of the, of the knowledge, uh, in that particular field. It's a process. Yes. Yeah. And you're totally right. I, I completely agree with you there, Mr. Sigman. Um, so that wraps it up for today, but I appreciate your time coming in with us today, Mr. Sigman. Um, it's great learning so much more you know, about strength training and these things, you know, and I was uh, very fortunate to have you on today as a guest. I appreciate your time. Oh, it's been great questions. Uh, I cannot thank you enough. I appreciate great being with you today. Oh, yes, sir. Um, so you take care, Mr. Sigmund, and uh, I'll be talking to you. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you. Everybody, that was Chip Sigmund of Sigmund Sports Performance. Join us today on the Pursuing Excellence podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time.